Bang bang! This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. To sign up, go to betwithjoel.com/ref. That's R-E-F slash Welcome to the Potty. Enter promo code Potty exclusive fifty. That's P-O-D-D-Y exclusive five zero for fifty percent off your first week subscription. No lock-in subscriptions. Bet with Joel. Do you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a, you know, a room temperature butter soft Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. Butter soft. I'm telling you this, this shirt makes you feel like, you know, your body is, your your body is just about to be spread on soft bread, dude. 5% 5% of all sales go to a different charity each month. This month of, this month of November, we're looking at the uh, Movember Foundation to uh, stop men dying too young. Buy yourself a t-shirt. Welcome to the party.com slash store. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung, it's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the Don Burke of podcasting, because I have been out here green thumbing, right? My garden's looking buck wild, dude, I haven't bought vegetables in... Well, I bought some vegetables, dude, but I haven't bought lettuce. Shit, I don't remember buying lettuce, bro. I don't buy lettuce no more. And the rest of the veggies, they're on their way. They're growing, but I'd still, they're not pickable, you know? But herbs, dude, herbs and lettuce? Come on. Don't even ask me about that shit, dude. Um, We're having salads every night with, like, steak. We've been having a lot of steak, dude. I've been making a lot of, like, eggplant Nogu or Nasu Something Japanese I've been making that It's new in my repertoire Oh what about Clay in the kitchen dude Oh bruh forget about it Easy money That should be right back Um Just you know busy dude Comedy Um anyway Uh this is gonna be a short episode I just got back From a movie premiere you know, I like to keep my Tuesday nights open for the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but you know, a premiere, dude, you know, it makes you feel fancy, makes makes you feel like you're somebody, um, makes makes you feel like you got that sneak access, so I'll tell you about that in Clay's Reviews in a minute, minute. but um, first off, I'll give you a little update, so I did go to, I did go to Scott's birthday bash on Saturday, um, and that was good, dude. We, uh, we had some beers at the Pirate Life Brewery. I had what somebody called a Philly cheesesteak. And it was not that, dude. If you've ever had a Philly cheesesteak, it's something different to what I had. Um, it was nice to taste, though, but it was $18 and I was still hungry when I was done. So I had to have some, you know, some of those cold meats with some cheese and all that over on the table there. Had a piece of cake. Um, and then it was... Then it was to Scott's parents' house later in the evening where uh, we did things like beer pong. 
um, you know, English Jossie, Jossie the Pom, um, you know, his wife, his wife got pretty turnt. She got pretty turned up at me. Um, she started saying some pretty wild shit, bro. And um, let me tell you this, I, I got uncomfortable with it. I got uncomfortable with it. It was hard for me to uh, respond. Um, I mean, I was drunk, but I was, you know, I remember everything and I was in control at the time. So I didn't um, retaliate and I tried to be cool. But I, uh, yeah, dude, that was pretty wild. Um, feelings were hurt, dude, and not by me for once. So... So yeah, that was a thing, but you know, we move past these things. I won't hold it against her, but I will talk about it on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. You know, you you want to you want to act wild on the weekend and then I'm just going to go and do my update and not mention it. Well, you clearly are not a listener of the show because if you were a listener of the show, you probably wouldn't have done that because you know that I'm 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 filling in I'm filling in the listeners of actions that happened on the weekend. Um other strange actions was we were playing this game similar to shuffleboard. It might even been called shuffleboard. Um, and someone I was playing and someone just replaced me while I was there, while I was standing there, while I was basically mid turn, someone took my turn and then continued to play the rest of the game without my permission. And, you know, again, I, uh, I let that slide. I guess I was, uh, I guess I was a forgivable dude. I was a forgiving dude on Saturday. I was the Jesus Christ of podcasting. And I know I've said that before. Not that I was forgiving, but that I'm the Jesus Christ of podcasting. And I could be wrong. And we've just hit six minutes here, which means probably about five minutes of me talking. Um, that's not the ads at the start. Um, and that's a quick five minutes, dude. But when I'm on stage doing my five minutes, dude, it feels like I'm up there for 15 minutes and I'm not even playing. Um, and do I feel like I could do this in front of an audience? Yeah, but this isn't really comedy right now. I'm not trying to be funny. Um, but, but I am a Jesus Christ podcast. And if I need to turn water into wine, uh, you know, I could probably do it. Um, pot, like podcastingly speaking. Um, uh, and then Sunday. Oh yeah. And then. Uh, beer pong, me and me and Zach uh, uh, Prefontaine, and that's not his surname, uh, but he's a, uh, me and him, we've known each other for a long time, because me and my other friend Dilbat, we made, we created this game called the Homer Simpson drinking game a number of years ago, probably, like we're looking, at this point we're looking closer to a decade than not, like that kind of time ago, right? And it's basically, it's got rules and I can post the rules on Instagram. I'll get money making Mitch to take care of that if I can find the picture. Um, and yeah, dude, so that's me and Dilbat were doing that. And one night, uh, Zach Prefontaine came through and he, he joined us and we, I'm pretty sure that, well, the story I tell people, and I don't know how accurate this is, is that we finished, the three of us finished a slab of beer in one episode of The Simpsons. And I know what episode it was. It was an episode where Homer gets really fat and he, because uh, he wants disability to work from home. Um, and uh, he does a lot of stupid shit in there. And one of the, one of the, uh, one of the rules of the game is drink once for stupidity. Um, and when it's an episode based around Homer, you know, you're going to basically just be drinking 
for for 24 minutes or whatever the length of the episode is and and that that episode yeah that episode really got got busy man we went out that night and i remember um i uh i ran into a girl from high school that night and uh she she confessed to me that she was she was now well at that time she was a crackhead um she had a boyfriend that was too old for her and he was treating her wild and beating her and stuff um so i brought her home and no no not to not to get busy but i was like you don't really need to go home tonight and be doing crack and and all this wild shit so i put her i put her on the couch um and i slept on the floor and i was supposed to sleep i was actually supposed to sleep on the couch so so this is what happens sometimes if you're a good guy dude and from from this episode of the welcome to the potty podcast it sounds like uh sounds like i'm a good guy when i drink sounds like i'm a good guy when i drink and are these two instances um anomalies probably dude cuz i don't think anybody's a good guy when they drink most people are assholes when they're sober and when they drink the truth comes out and um yeah some truths came out on saturday but that's you know that's neither here nor there um uh it is late right now it's late at night so my energy's not how it usually is i'm not bringing as much heat as i usually do rachel's also trying to sleep i don't want to wake her um or keep her awake so so my uh, my energy is a little bit lower than usual and that's why this episode is not going to go too long but um yeah so me and zach um we were playing beer pong we're on the same team and we were body and niggas dude we uh i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure we uh we were running the fucking table that night uh, was I talking shit? Probably because I'm an asshole when I drink, dude. Um, so, so yeah, um, we did that and that's pretty much, that's pretty much the, the long and the short of it. Really. We were running the table. Um, you know, we were doing drinks and food and, and then we got home like 12 o'clock, one o'clock, dude. It wasn't too late. Um, sometimes when I wake up, when I'm, hungover i wake up super sorry burped super early so um because of that uh i woke up about 6 30 so we only got about five hours of sleep but then um we went back to sleep got up at 11 dude and if you know me i'm not a sleeping guy i'm a you know i'm a early bird you know so so i was cool we got some sleep and then we were good we were good to go we were running we were running the jewels on uh on Sunday, dude. So we went, uh, we went out for breakfast or, well, you know, brunch or late lunch or, or late breakfast and early lunch, which is brunch. Um, and I had this delicious brisket sandwich, bro. So that's like slow cooked eight hour beef on a sandwich, um, with some slaw. Let me tell you this, that shit, I bodied that shit. And Rachel, usually Rachel asked me if she can have some. And I said to her this time, usually I say yes. And this time I straight up said, no, dude, this is, this is for me. Because whatever you're eating, gnocchi, dude, when I'm hungover, gnocchi's not the first thing I want to put in my body, dude. So I didn't want any, I didn't want to do tradies or tradesies or nothing. I just wanted my brisket sandwich and I had it and it was delicious. And I had iced coffee with it and that was delicious. And we bought four pieces of vanilla slice from there four 
And they looked at me like, damn, this dude's trying to fucking buy the bar, you know? Um, and we dropped them off at mum's house because we were going to have dinner at mum's house that night. And then we, so we sorted dessert really. So that was cool. We did that. There was a lady at my mum's house who she's friends with. Um, and she made me uncomfortable. She, she was like talking about how her daughter made me cry when we were kids. And I was like, okay, well, Hey Rach, let's leave here. You know, like, and you guys, you guys have been around. You guys have heard me talk about social anxiety. So do I need you to come up and talk about a time in my life that you, that your daughter who seems like a real cunt, um, made me cry. Uh, I don't think so. And she, and she was talking about how proud she is about it still to this day. And it's like an accomplishment in her life. And I was like, damn, like maybe she needs to get her shit together. You know, you know, like this, we're talking about a time in my life that I don't remember. So obviously probably 20 plus years ago, some girl made me cry. I mean, girls make me cry like probably every three or four years, dude. Every time I've got a new girlfriend, they make me cry. They uh, cheat on me mostly. Um, yeah, that's mostly what they do, dude. I'm pretty sure the last three of them or four of them. So that's pretty pretty wild. So um, it's crazy that I even let Rachel out of the house. Like I should have much wilder um, trust issues than I do. But um, yeah, so I was like, I was like, wow, this is uncomfortable as fuck, Rachel. Let's get the fuck out of here. So we left. Um, and we went and we played some lawn bowls and lawn bowls is like 10 pin bowling, except it's just one pin and you don't need to hit it. You just need to get close to it. And it's on lawn, not on slippery floorboards. Um, and it's for old people, dude, cause you got to roll it slow, not fast. So it's not like 10 pin bowling at all, but it's, it is a heavy ball, um, that you roll along the ground. Um, so we played that for probably two hours. Um, we had two jugs of pims, dude. So uh, I was feeling pretty, I, w- I was feeling good. And then we had those pims and I was feeling too full for dinner, but I still ate dinner. And then I felt sick after dinner. Um, cause pims has a lot of sugar in it. Cause I'm pretty sure it's got a lot of ginger ale in it. So, but let me tell you this, dude, that was delicious. That was fun. Did I drive out? Did I drive from there to mom's house? Yes. Uh, I don't know how alcoholic pims is, but, um, yeah, that shit was lit. Um, so dude, I, I could get into lawn bowls, dude, like regu- regularly. So I need to probably talk to my friends about that shit. Who won? Yeah, that was me. That was me, dude. <laughs> what do you think? What the fuck? Easy money. The fuck did you think I was going to be doing? Losing to rage of lawn bowls, bro? Come on. Um, shit. What else? Dinner, yeah. Oh, we played darts. I beat Rachel at darts too that night. <laughs> dude. Easy money. What do you think? What do you think, dude? My God. Um. And then, yeah, back to work on Monday, dude. And didn't do comedy Monday night. Um, went to this movie premiere tonight, and then tomorrow night, which is tonight for you guys when you get this episode, the. Um, the 27th of November, I've got a gig at Giggles at Low Life, Rhino Room Basement, um, Peary Street, don't know what number, but just look up Rhino Room on Google or whatever and come, come see us, man. Got a gig. Got a, got another gig. I got more gigs coming. I got one on the, 
5th of December at the uh, Hotel Royal again. Um, that's comedy only. And then I've got one on the 18th at the Hotel Royal, which is a variety show again. And I've got one on the 17th at uh, Cranker Comedy, dude. So these are these are all... Dude, I've got gigs, bro. What? i got gigs, doggy. Gigs. I'm gigged up from the figs up, son. You know what I'm saying? You know? So I'm gigged down from the pigs down, dude, because i got two pigtails out the back of my head, dude. And you know I've talked about females with pigtails, and that's, you know, that's even, I don't care if you're of age, that's if, if, you, if you have sex with a girl with pigtails, dude, you're a pedophile straight up. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh man, that's wild that I just said something like that. Cause Rachel's dad tonight after the movie, we went, the, her dad lives around the corner. So we went and popped in there real quick. We were like, we got to leave. Like we, we can't stick around cause Clay's got to do his podcast, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Oh, what, like, what do you talk about? Whatever. Cause I try not to talk about it really to, you know, older people in the family because they don't need me to, they don't need to log in and start hearing about me doing you know, pig pigtails and pedophile jokes. You know, so well, we'll see now whether whether he is this whether um you know whether he still wants to see us on Christmas. You know, because Christmas is coming up. Um, shit. Um, and that's basically oh yeah. After the movie, we went and got some pho, and when and people call it pho, and that's a huge problem for me, dude. Fuck you if you call it fuck, you know? And I've said that before on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Anyway, let's bang into uh, Clay's reviews, dude. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Yo, so I um I saw this movie on uh, Netflix, uh, and it's... Uh, Clint Eastwood, I was about to say Hugh Jackman, and they're not even close to being the same person. Um, Clint Eastwood, uh, and he's basically, he's like a 90 year old dude and he, he likes growing flowers. Um, and he, he was a war veteran and if he's 90, I think that's too old for Vietnam. So maybe the Korean war or, you know, world war two or something. I don't know. They're even older than that. Maybe world war two. So yeah, maybe the Korean war or. Indonesian war I actually I don't even think the US were involved in the Indonesian war I don't know much about wars but I'm gonna let's you know flip a coin whatever it lands on it's probably Korean war uh, he's a veteran uh, and he start he turns into a, a drug mule for the Mexican cartel and um, it's uh I don't know it was good it was cool it was like kind of kind of heartwarming um, you know he it was weird because he was doing it he thought his whole life he basically worked as this horticulturalist. He grew daisies or lilies or some shit and um, was an award winner and he missed his daughter's wedding or whatever and she hated him for it, didn't talk to him for 12 years or whatever. And um, he he basically um, was trying to make it up to him by doing even more of this, of well, what was drug running, just trying to get more money and pay for his granddaughter's wedding and, and all this shit, dude, right? And then um, turns out that he's, again, 
working too hard and he's not there enough and you know there's always messages dude and basically it's like be there for your family and that's that's the you know that's the nuts and bolts of it you know and um yeah he's a bad motherfucker and i like that about him i like clint eastwood he's you know he's a tough guy and he's he's old and he's you know he doesn't smile much it's it's hard to you know when he when he does smile i don't really know if he's doing it on purpose or not but um, I enjoyed it, dude, and uh, I gave that a 7 out of 10 uh, on Netflix. Uh, the next one I watched was the Breaking Bad film El Camino. Uh, and I had, some, I had some things to say about this, all right? So at the end of Breaking Bad, Walter White dies, spoiler alert, Okay. And Jesse Pinkman escapes and you kind of at the end, you say to yourself, what happened to Jesse? Um, and that's where the start of this movie is, is what happened to Jesse. The police are on a manhunt for him and he's trying to escape, dude. And, you know, there's some pretty anxiety provoking scenes, which I liked. Um, but there's also a lot of things that happen that's nothing. And like long waits, like because he's he's anxious at times, and they just show you him being anxious. There was a time where he was just being anxious and not getting out of the car for about two minutes, dude. And if you think about two minutes, dude, it's a long time. And I got bored of it, and I was like, well, he's I already know he's gonna get out of the car, so just get him out of the fucking car and let's let's do this or something. Um, yeah, I wasn't fucking, yeah, I wasn't quite sold on that. Um. It was, you know, it was good. It paid tribute to Breaking Bad. Um, they did have a little scene in there with Walter White. I don't remember if it was from the TV show or not. Um, yeah, dude. But it was, it was tense. Aaron Paul really got to show his chops. He, he was, you know, it was him the whole time, really. Um, very enjoyable, dude. Very enjoyable. So, well, no, sorry. I just, I just went into autopilot and said that. It was, I liked the tense bits. I liked the part where he was searching the apartment for money. Um, I won't tell you really. I won't really tell you what happens, but I liked that scene. Um, I liked the scene when he got to his friend's house. They did a good kind of depiction of PTSD in there. That was cool. Um, I thought it was slow moving at times, um, and despite how little dialogue there is, there was one scene that was dialogue heavy, which. Uh, is you know that's interesting that's interesting for you to sort of make a choice for the the lead not to speak for ages and then he speaks too much that was that was interesting i don't know um so i'll give that one also a seven out of ten um and the movie i watched tonight was fuck what was it called um martha was it called Martha? Fuck. I'm just trying to... Th Hold on, let me check my text. Because... Um, the... The start of the film... When, when the title was supposed to come up, it came up with like a couple of different things that I wasn't sure which one was the title. So that was their first mistake. And then everything was really dope. It had a really dope um, opening scene for a documentary. Um... Yeah, it was a unique start to a documentary and I loved it actually. I really did love the, the opening scene. 
Um, they came back to it at the end. They Tarantino'd that bitch. Um, and yeah, basically it was about this woman that was, well, is, oh, sorry guys, I'm just a bit late at the moment. This woman, uh, she's a photographer and she really loves hip hop and street art and all this. And that's what she photographed, but no one appreciated it as much as her. So she wasn't getting any mainstream work from it, but she couldn't really stop herself from doing it. Uh, she eventually, you know, became very well known and famous for it. And, but they didn't really, they didn't really explain whether she got successful or how successful she got or, or any of that shit. Um, so that was just sort of missing from it. Um, but it was inspiring. It was similar to how I felt about Dolomite. Um, you know, this woman had a passion and she just went for it and she didn't give a fuck about anything. She, you know, she did her other work and shit and if she didn't like it, she quit and she just was like, I'm going to follow what I want to do. I'm going to follow my dream. I'm going to follow my passion. And she did that shit. And that's, uh, brave. That's brave. And, um, you know, people just say the word brave sometimes and um, uh, they misuse it cause, and they can for sure suck my dick. Because I think it's brave to go and try and do something that you want to do instead of, um, you know, getting stuck in the monotony of that daily grind, that nine to five, that social construct that we have that we all fucking just you know, force ourselves to fit into like puzzle pieces, dude. And she, she broke out of that shit. She broke out of that shit. She was a square peg trying to fit into a circle hole. And I fucking, I love people that do that shit, dude. And, um, you know, I, I, I try to do it to an extent, but I'm still doing this nine to five shit at the same time as I do this podcast and I do this comedy. And, and mostly I would, I'd point the finger at you guys and say, you motherfuckers don't hit that share button enough. Um, but no, um, yeah, she she was inspiring, um, and that was cool to watch. She's set. I think she's about seventy five years old now. She's still doing it, um, and it looked like it would have been. It would look like it would have been a fun documentary to film, um, especially the illegal graffiti um, where they go and she follows them while they're bombing shit up. Um, and also just putting it together. I I always think about how cool the editing room would be and fitting a movie together like a puzzle piece. But I thought I think that in particular would have been fun because obviously you do all these interviews and then cut them all up and place different parts in different places and people are telling the same story and you keep doing like you swap between different bits of like this person will tell this bit, this person, will tell, and then you go back to this person. I think, yeah, that'd be fun, um, tedious, but fun and satisfying to see at the end. But yeah, they should have sort of let you know whether she became successful. They show you, they show you her success in terms of like you know all these people people that love street art know who she is and they know her. Um, but I don't know, has she made bread from this shit? Like. And Rachel was like, oh, you can just probably just Google her net worth. And I was like, yeah, but that doesn't really change that the, the movie didn't really explain that. But um, again, I'm going to give a seven to that. So that's three sevens today. Um, the Mule, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. And I think, um, I think what we watched today was called Martha. But um, that movie's not out yet, but... 
Um, that I think it comes out this Thursday, the 28th of uh, November, 2019. So um, yeah, I'd say go see it. Support, especially if you're from South Australia um, or Australia. Support um, Australian film, support South Australian film um, and try and do it in the first week of its release um, because the the more people that see it in the first week, the longer that it will stick around in theatres and more people can see it and the more money it makes, the better for, you know, SA uh, Film Corporation and, you know, these filmmakers, um, they're all locals. It's, it's awesome, man. So, um, yeah, I would say... I would say uh, go see that if you can in the next, um, you know, eight days. Um, I am going to leave it there. Uh, sorry about my energy and all that, but yeah, it's, you know, I was closing in on 11 p.m. and I don't want to wake Rachel and uh, yeah, my energy is just not the same as it is, you know, five hours before this. So, um, you know, just... Stick with me. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. We've got a uh, we've got a few guests coming on. Um, I guess I'll probably release that episode on on Saturday. Saturday, so Sunday. Um, so and voting will start for guest of the year. So um, what I would say is this next guest, dude, um, is is really specific to Adelaide, um, but. I think it can be enjoyable for for everyone still, um, and you know me, I'm not I'm not doing your typical interview, so um, be ready for some fun shit, and um, we'll see what charity we're gonna we're gonna play for, and see see what kind of money we can um, we can give to the charity of their choice, and we and we'll match we'll match the donation um, for for the Movember Foundation as well for Movember, and if you haven't donated to Movember. Um, Claiborne McMath on Facebook, go to my uh, Facebook page and find my latest post about Movember and just go and, you know, donate five bucks or something because uh, it all helps. Anyway, do what you got to do. Share the share the potty, man. Just share it. Tell people about it. Um, tell a friend and tell a friend. There's a referral. There is, there is a referral bonus. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been done probably three or four times only. Um, so if you do refer a friend to tell a if you do tell a friend and tell a friend, make sure you tell me so I can give you the referral bonus. Um, let me know if you have a single parent that could, you know, use a helping hand. Um, hit me up about that. Um, send in your advice, poor poster, all that. I, I, I get probably two or three advice emails a day. Um, way more poor posture and uh, listen to this fuck shit. But send in whatever. Um, questions, comments, um, money. Send it all in. Um shit is that is that it yeah probably man probably sorry about the energy but um doesn't happen all the time uh i don't always go out on tuesday nights i usually come back here and i hang out with you guys favorite part of the week you know that you know i love you guys man so remember to love yourselves this is welcome to the party and as always bum bum Baby, you're gone too